Hi, this is Steve Mursky, and this is a, a joint edition of Science Talk and 60 Second Science. We're going to run over 60 seconds. Obviously, the entire East Coast has been walloped by this sandy storm, and I'm on the phone right now with Scientific American's Editor-in-Chief Mariette DeCristina. And um, how are you, Mariette? Hi, Steve. Well, we're doing okay here. I mean, it's a little bit... Um more unpredictable than we're used to in 167 years of publishing Scientific American, but everybody's hanging in. I should point out, I'm in the northern Bronx in New York City, and I was very fortunate to not lose power. We had very high winds, almost no rain, really. Uh, everybody to my right on my street lost power when a transformer blew. Well, my lights just flickered, but uh, the power stayed on. And Marriott is up in Westchester County, about 20 miles north of me, and you did lose power. We, we did. We lost power and, and internet. And Steve, when you just called me a few minutes ago, were my first call when the internet service was restored and phone service. I'm honored. So was I. <laughs> so let's talk about, I'm sure, you know, our, our faithful listeners and readers are curious about how we're functioning right now. So can you bring us up to date on the Scientific American situation in the aftermath of Sandy? So Scientific American, for those who've been following us, uh, would have seen that throughout the hurricane and the aftermath, we've managed to keep our website updated every day. Um, our news team has been involved in that. Special shout out to Robin Lloyd, the news editor, who is stuck in Raleigh, North Carolina, where she was attending the National Association of Science Writers annual meeting when the hurricane came by. So she's been running our news operations from there. And the staff have been working from home because our offices on Varick Street in Manhattan have been closed throughout this event. And uh, the servers, which are not in New York, they're in uh, Reston, Virginia, were not affected, so we were able to keep the website up and humming. In fact, even yesterday, we ran a, a website, a chat on the website, a live chat, with an expert to talk about uh, the situation. You know, our, our office is on the corner of Varick and Canal, and um, as we saw on a, a street in the Wall Street area called Water Street, you know, these, these streets have historic names for a reason, and when the, when the rivers and the harbor decide that they're going to reclaim the parts of New York that they used to own outright, well, it's not a surprise that places called Water Street and Canal Street start to uh, find themselves underwater. Right. The, there was serious flooding around the area of Canal and Varick where our offices are located, and they have been without power and closed for three days solid now. We haven't been able to get in there. One of the challenges for us at this point, considering the magazine's successful 167-year history of continuous publication, is that our, our local servers, the ones that we use for the production of Scientific American's print edition and Scientific American Minds print edition, have been unavailable to the production team. So we're a little bit behind for this month. We're, we're not thinking that we're in any danger of missing our press dates, but it'll be a bit of a scramble. Right, so the scientificamerican.com effort is ongoing, although not everyone on staff is able to contribute because people are basically stuck at home, and if they have a power outage at home, they, they just can't get any material in. But uh, 
but everybody who can is trying to get stuff up on the website and the print edition will come out as scheduled we hope uh it's just going to be a scramble for us right we do expect this i mean as you know steve and for the benefit of the folks who are listening we have staff editors in new jersey pennsylvania new york connecticut and even in massachusetts so we have people who have been affected to a greater or lesser degree, depending on where the storm hit them. In fact, I was speaking with Fred Guterrell, our executive editor, a little earlier today, and he is working out of a library where he can get a Wi-Fi signal so he can keep his work flowing. And because he's all his Jersey. power is out. 80% of the power, he said, is, is out in his town and around him in New Jersey. Wow. And uh, our <laughs> this just might be of interest to people. Our internal email, our we all have email addresses at siam.com, and, and we can't use those right now, so we've all fallen back on our secondary emails, our Gmail accounts, or whatever else people are using. Right. We can still get emails internally, which I realize for the listeners is, is no help if you sent something to us at editors at siam.com. But you should know that if you did send a message from an external address to editors at siam.com, those are spooling. They're being preserved. And when we can move all the email to a new server, which should happen in the next day or so, they're going to be testing it soon those emails should start to be delivered to us again. So we're not ignoring you. We really care about your email, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. And on a, a personal note, your husband is a volunteer fireman. What's his life been like the well, past few days? Uh, here in, in northern Westchester, things are very tree-covered, which we love, but uh, the consequence of that is many of the trees have been falling. A lot of them still have leaves on them. So in the aftermath of the storm, branches are weakened, and the folks here are doing the best they can to, to clear things out. He's been very busy. Well, I'm glad that everybody by you is safe and sound and merely inconvenienced. It's, we're, we're a lot for, more fortunate than a lot of people have been in the region. Yeah, and a big shout-out to everybody, um, especially the emergency responders in the region who have been working so hard to help all of us get back to business as soon as we can.